Welcome to the Smiles Matter podcast by Microdental Laboratories. I'm Laura Kelly, and it's my pleasure to host our new series, Winning Strategies for Today's Dental Practice. I look at it as like you guys have gamers, you know, like the gaming generation, the people who know how to use computers. You have the old school, the guys who sit at the bench and do the wax ups, right? You need the gamers because they understand the software and how to make that work. But you also need the experience and people who understand tooth morphology, anatomy, uh, how occlusion works and all that. So there has to be a blending of the two dynamics there. In just a few months time, the COVID-19 pandemic has introduced years of change in the way companies in all sectors and regions do business. Organizations have accelerated the digital transformation of their supply and demand chain and their share of digital products. This phase of adaptation has not excluded dental professionals. Dentists and practices are integrating digital technology into their services and leading to various benefits, such as enhanced communication with patients and laboratories, more predictable outcomes, and operational efficiencies. I am very excited to share a conversation with Dr. Maroon, an expert that can shed light on the advantages of digital technology and the options for your practice and patients. Dr. Mike Maroon has been improving lives for over 25 years. Dr. Mike received a Bachelor of Science degree in 1982 from Marquette University in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and a Doctor of Dental Medicine degree in 1986 from Tufts University School of Dental Medicine in Boston, Massachusetts. He is an expert cosmetic dentist in Connecticut with an astounding comprehension of functional aesthetic dentistry and restoring smiles with cutting edge technology with the finest materials that dentistry has to offer in a comfortable and caring and fun environment. Well, it's great to have you back as our guest, Dr. Maroon. Welcome. Thanks, Laura. I'm happy to be here again. Yes, again, you're right. You know, the last time that we, you know, we had you as, as a guest on Smiles Matters podcast, you shared a, a few areas of focus, you know, that dentists could be considering during those those initial challenging times that that we had. And and I know since then, you know, the dental offices have reopened and we're all trying to move forward, you know, focusing on sort of the, I guess you'd call it the new normal. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, we, we talked to a lot of, a lot of dentists out there and just people, right. That the pandemic has, it's really just really changed the way we, we live, the way we work and the way we connect with one another. And, you know, digital technology is really just taken the center stage and it's not just kind of maybe a consider, you know, a consideration or an option, but it's just becoming such a way of life. We see this, you know, on the dental lab side of things, as well as within the dental practice. And I know there's a, just a lot of people out there that are on their journey at, at different stages and really intrigued by all of the digital technology options and, and what it can do. So we're just really excited to hear from you today so that you can help shed some light on your journey and the importance, the different options in dental technology from the way that you've experienced this. Does that yeah. sound good? <laughs> yeah, awesome. It's cool. You know, yeah. uh, it's interesting because COVID taught us a lot of things, right? It taught us the the value of personal relationships when we, you know, you don't really appreciate things until they're taken away from you. So if you had personal relationships, whether it was your family, your colleagues, friends, etc., that was kind of taken away from everybody and we missed it. And we all, we all missed it crazily. But the, the most amazing thing that came out of it was that it, it taught us that we could live in a virtual world 
and still have connection with people. Could you imagine being, you know, living back in the time when like the Spanish flu was around and you didn't have this personal connection? You had to write a letter to everybody or you couldn't see your family. You had to just go in isolation by yourself. At least here we had, you know, Zoom or Google Meet or whatever, some type of video technology, either on your phone or on your computer, where you could interact with people on a daily basis. And so that's that's awesome. And the great thing about COVID starting to be under control is that a lot of that stuff that we learned during the pandemic is now being brought over into into the dental world, right? So mm-hmm. I know in, in my office, it starts with we could do virtual consultations. I, mean, I don't have to literally see people in my office for the first visit anymore. I can do virtual consultations and they can be aesthetic consultations, implant consults, denture consults. It could be whatever you want, right? So that's pretty cool. I really think that that's one of the uh, interesting things that has happened out of this whole COVID thing. And then you you take the virtual component of that from what we can do with patients and you go into all the crazy stuff that's exploding in the lab arena, the whole digital workflow. I mean, it's insane what what we can do nowadays. It's just amazing. And, you know, it's funny because I just turned 60 and I feel like a kid in a candy shop. (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's, just, it's like all this stuff. This is right up my alley, all these toys, you know. So whether it's an intraoral scanner, CBCT, 3D printing, CAD cam, whether you're doing in-office milling or or whether they're doing it at the lab, AI, artificial intelligence, intelligence, design software. I mean, you name it, it's out there, right? You guys as lab people have to understand it. And we as dental people have to understand it as well. And the cool thing about it is it makes us more efficient and precise in our treatment plan and delivering care to our patients. So dentistry yeah. has become more efficient and precise. And that's and cool. It, don't you find, I mean, I, I can hear it in your voice and, and we feel it as well, is we're really excited and very grateful and appreciative that we're in dentistry, right? We're in healthcare along with, like you said, you know, we're, we know we're an extension of your of your practice and, and together we're on this journey and we're learning and excited about this new technology. I'm glad you hit on all these uh, various points. And I actually want to kind of dive into a few of them that you've mentioned. And, you know, what's your view when in regards to the importance of intraoral scanners and, and how do you use those in your in your office? So I, that's a great question. I think that intraoral scanners are a must for every practice. If you're still taking the old school impressions, whether it's PBS or whatever your favorite material is, I mean, that's archaic. That's old school right now. So um, I want to tell you to throw it away. What I would tell you to do is the technology is good, is great as far as replicating what it sees and the quality of the restorations that you come back uh, that come back are going to be exceptional, just as good as any, you know, standard impression that you could take. So I've done everything from single crowns to implant restorations, to full arch restorative dentistry, all with scans. And I have in my office, I started with one scanner and then the price of scanners has come down. And I know, you know, I know we're not supposed mm-hmm. to talk about microdental, but you guys are doing a great job with the promotion that you have with the Medit scanners. It's, it's at such a reasonable price point that it's something that everybody should invest in. I really believe that everybody should have one. So in my office, I have two offices and I have a total of uh, one, two, three, four, five, seven scanners. 
So I kind of have one in each treatment room. I don't, I don't like rolling things around. It takes, for me, it takes too much time. So mm-hmm. I, have, I have one for each treatment room. We, when they get in in the morning, they plug it in and uh, turn it on and, and we're good to go. So, and I have, I have a lot of different brands. I have, uh, I have the Medit that I got from you guys, which is great. I love it. It works well. I have three, three shaped trio scanners, which work extremely well. I have a CareStream uh, CS3600, and uh, I have an Omnicam and a Prime Scan. So I got a lot of cameras. <laughs> you do, you do, and I think that's you know that's incredible to hear. And 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 really, what about like you know the team and getting getting everybody up to speed quickly? What what is how have you uh, approached so that? So the bad thing is I'm getting older, but the good thing is I'm getting smarter. So. <laughs> What I've discovered is whenever I want to introduce a new technology, what we do is we just shut down for a half a day and I do a, I do an in-service training. So when we have our intraoral scanners, we had the training come in, we sat everybody down, anybody, everybody from my clinical team to my admin team were both patient and the operator on the scanner. Cause I want everybody to, to feel the excitement of the technology and see how hard it is and, or how easy it is. Right. So having everybody go in opposite roles, I think, really initiated a lot of buy-in originally with my practice. And then what we did was we, you know, we picked and choose the cases that we started with. Like I didn't start with a full roundhouse case with the scanner. I right. started with like a number 19 crown, you know, so like, OK, I could see it. Here we go. Uh, you know, make it nice and easy. And uh, we, we eliminated the impression material. The patients are really super impressed by seeing their jaw and three dimensions pop up on that screen. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. the, the wow factor is just something else. But then, you know, that's just for the patient wow factor. For the dentist, the wow factor is I get the case back from a great lab like Microdental, and it doesn't take me more than five minutes to get the thing in, you know? I mean, that's awesome. That's what I want. I want that type of efficiency and precision out of uh, what I'm doing in my dental practice. Mm-hmm. What percentage, if you just kind of had to guess, what percentage of your cases are you scanning intraoral versus traditional impression taking? Over, I got to say over 97% right now. Okay, that's that's incredible. And how long have you been scanning? I got my first scanner about three years ago, I'd say. Okay. I okay. was late to the party. You know, I got it. When did I get it? 2000. No, it's more than three years. It's uh, 2017. I'm sorry. Four years. All right. Okay. So that kind of gives everybody sort of an an idea of your timeline, right? Like, you know, how many scanners you have, how long you've been doing it. Yeah. The camera that I started with was the one where you had to blast some powder in there too, you know, like Mm. uh, it was the the 3M uh, version, the 3M camera. Right. I think you were taking Polaroid scans. Weren't you taking, yeah, back in the day? Yeah, well, I'm old enough where we were doing uh, stone tablets and chill too, Laura. <laughs> I'm just teasing. I'm not that far behind <laughs> you, so I can do that. Um, so, and, and you know, let me ask you a question in regards to this. Um, how much modelists, or if you, are you doing any any modelist crowns arriving to you? Yeah, I mean, uh, and here's the thing that that I talk about with people who say that they're concerned about modelist crowns. If you do in-office milling, like a, most people are familiar with CEREC, right? But there are mm-hmm. other, other products out now that compete with CEREC. But if you're doing a CEREC, you don't have a model. The model is the patient's mouth. It's right there, right? 
It's the same thing. Like if I send a, a right. scan to the lab and the lab sends me back a crown, it's the same exact thing. It's just not the same day. So, it, you know, the whole model thing, it's kind of funny. So for single, single units, I don't need a model. If it's a bridge or, you know, there's uh, an anterior case, sometimes I like having something if I have to do some contouring and things like that. But it, that's all communication with the lab. And you guys are really good at, at communicating with people and finding out what your preferences are. Yeah. You're, you know, I think the steric analogy and having a chair, it's not like the doctors who got chairside mills went ahead and made a model. Right before they put yeah, that. No, you didn't, you didn't just pour up a model. You you just made the crown. You milled the crown and then you you fired it and you cemented it. It's the same thing. Right. And are you finding that you have to adjust the contacts just a little bit? You'd rather have them just a little bit snug. Well, I mean, if I have an issue with a lab, let's say micro, right? If I have an issue, I'm gonna I'm gonna fill out the survey forms or I'm gonna pick up the phone or send an email and they'll get it corrected. So mm-hmm. it's not that big of a deal. You know, I, so I, I don't really have a lot of issues with labs. I think the communication factor is a huge uh, part of it. And I think intraoral scanners makes you a better dentist because when you scan your preps, not, you know, you're not seeing them on the little tiny model that you pour up. You can blow that thing up to the full size of the screen. So if you've got a 24-inch monitor or a 42-inch monitor, you, you'll see that the size of that prep as big as you want to see it. And then you really start panicking when you start seeing mm-hmm. all that stuff. But right. it, it makes you a better dentist because you could, if you can't see your margin blown up, then you know the lab's not going to be able to see it. So, you know, and and um, the other thing too is you, you become better at uh, understanding what it is that you need for a successful lab case. And I think the really cool part is you know, you can do the, the pre-scans or pre-diagnostic and you can actually have a conversation with with the lab. You know, I'm, I'm sure your lab is doing this, uh, Laura, where you guys are, you know, having treatment plan consults or doing digital diagnostic uh, wax ups. Right. 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 So, so we could see a preview of what the smile is going to be before we even do anything with the case and see where you need your reduction and all that. So, I, I mean, I mean, the the opportunities are really are limitless with the digital uh, workflow. Yeah, we like it as well. And our, our digital team does like that advantage of just being able to, to get on the screen together and just share, you know, what we're seeing and what could be accomplished. So you're right. I, we're not going back, you know, COVID accelerated some of these things. I think that, that we were working on because you pointed out earlier, right. We had to figure out how to do some things a little bit differently, but the timing's just really kind of all lined up and it's, it's a real fun time right now <laughs> in dentistry again. And, um, you know, I, I'd like to kind of dig into a little bit into, I know you've had some some really early experience with 3D printing technology and specifically for your practice. You want to share a little bit more about what your experience has been with that and, and how you see the future of 3D printing in dentistry? Yeah. At first I got it, it was a novelty, right? I mean, it was kind of cool, like, wow, I can make, uh, you know, a Yoda or I can make like a Groot, you know, <laughs> and a 3D print. And it was just, it was, you know, there was some fun things that you could do with it. But then after you get it for a while and you look at it, you're like, wow, I, there's so many uses I can use for this thing. So uh, in our practice, like I, I do a lot of uh, implant dentistry. We're doing a lot more full arch cases. And if somebody comes in with a denture, I can just scan their denture and do a 3D printed dupe of it 
so that I can make an indexing denture. And that would be my indexing denture that I could then send to the lab. If I want to make a surgical guide, I can do a surgical guide really quick. We're doing a lot of occlusal guards now. So, you know, if we're doing a scan, we can take a scan, either send it to a lab, uh, you know, to get a digital occlusal guard um, file, STL file sent back, and we could just print it in our office so we could get it, you know, really quick mm-hmm. uh, at, a, at a reduced rate. We're doing uh, some ortho aligners. I mean, we're trying to utilize the technology as much as we possibly can. So I think I think 3D printing right now, the 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 things that are available make it worthwhile, but the things that are coming down the road are going to make it incredible. It's going to be mind blowing. I mean, they're already, they're already 3D printing some crowns, right? Right. Uh, final crowns. And that technology, you know, is only going to get better. So you'll, you'll have 3D printed crowns, 3D printed bridges, 3D printed roundhouses. You'll have all of that stuff coming down the pike as the resins become better and as the printers become faster. So the technology is good now, but it's going to be so much better, you know, in the very near future, exponentially near future, right? No, I know we're, we're looking, you know, on the lab side too, we've got these massively robust mills and, and printers and, you know, the milling technology versus the, the printing technology, you know, they, they have different applications, but really what we're seeing a lot of development in is the mater- on the material side, you know, for the printers and hybrid materials. And right. you're right, it's just going to continue to get better. So it's nice to be working with people like you who are into it a little bit early too and and see the you know just the advantages that you can offer to patients and expedite you know some of the the well i think i think in dentistry right we've we i know in my career we've kind of followed the baby boomers right the 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 trajectory of the baby boomers because i'm Mm -hmm. one of them myself and so the baby boomers are all older now right dentures implants things like that so you're seeing a lot of the stuff in dentistry being catered towards that demographic. Whereas the younger demographic, you've got the aligner treatment, the whitening and all that stuff, right? Right, right. So, um, you know, between between milled dentures and uh, 3D printed dentures and the products that are out or coming out on the marketplace, I think that's where the next explosion is going to be. And we're, we're already seeing it. Mm-hmm, I mean, the 3D, mm-hmm. the 3D capability of printing digital dentures is, is amazing right now. Yeah, no, it's it it is it's fun and it's exciting. And, and what about um, CBCT scan in case planning? You know, specifically for implants and and what what are you doing there? In that uh, area? So you know, th- I mean, that's a huge investment for docs, right? I mean, because you're talking about either like a BMW or a Mercedes, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's worth it. You know, it's funny because um, I thought of myself as somebody who was on the leading edge of technology. And I did not have a CBCT uh, imaging system until 2017. And once I got that imaging system in my office, my it was like a, a new dawn uh, arose in my practice. The ability to see things in three dimension is just mind blowing compared to two dimension. Things that uh, patients would say, you know, I'm having some pain here. I don't know. It's on and off. I, you know, it doesn't happen all the time. I can't duplicate it right now. You know, things that you would look at on a two-dimensional PA or a panoramic x-ray, when you blow it up in three dimensions and you can, you know, same thing that we were talking about with the intraoral scanners, you can mm-hmm. zoom in, you can change the, the density uh, on the image. 
You can change, uh, you know, invert it, change color, and just see a lot of different things. So the ability to see all of that in three dimensions has made me a better diagnostician and also has allowed me to treatment plan better for my patients. The additional benefit is the patients understand it in three dimensions. In two dimensions, it's hard. Like how many, I can't even tell you how many times we have PAs up on the screen and patient cells say, hey, they look like toes, right? <laughs> I'm like, those aren't toes, they're your teeth, right? So if I, but when I have the CBCT up, they look at the jaw on the screen. They're like, is that me? I'm like, yeah, that's you. That's right. what your jaw looks like without the tissue on it, you know? And so they're really impressed by it. But you can see changes in the bone. You can see, you know, you can see problems that are going on. And you can also uh, diagnose and plan for successful implant cases, restorative cases, things like that. So, you know, if you want to know where the bone level is, you know where the bone level is. If you know, want to know how much bone there is, what the thickness is, what the height is, what kind of implant you can get in, you can do all that stuff. And then all that information can be shared with your lab partner so that when you're planning a case, you, you know that you're going to hit a home run. You're going to hit it out of the park every time. You don't have, mm-hmm. you don't have to wing it. You know? Yeah, I mean, the information that we have now, it almost, we want, you know, you wonder how we used to be able to get the results that that we've gotten in dentistry without all this additional information. And I mean, really, too, just creating that, the communication between the dentist and the technician, you're right, it's, it's so much more enhanced, uh, combined with the patients really understanding and really creating value for them when, when you understand more about your body and why you know, the doctors doing what they're doing and, and, you know, suggesting you proceed. It really, I think it just puts everybody at ease and you just know you're making the right decision too. So. Yeah. I think patients want that too. Mm-hmm. You know, we live in a society that's more uh, holistic and more open to information, right? We're in the right. age. So I think that people uh, are, are appreciative of the reinvestment in your practice in technology. It's, it's interesting because I understand the hesitancy. You know, when you look at the dollar value, sometimes, you know, you're looking at it and you don't you don't realize uh, at the time, if I make this investment, it's a significant investment. How am I going to make it back? Right. So in our mm-hmm. practice, what we did is I got a CBCT scanner. Uh, the first one I bought was over $100,000 and we had the pan Ceph combo and uh, as well with it. And it was a time when the scanners, you know, it was right around the ballpark where the scanners were at that time, around 100000 And my monthly payment was, you know, around 1400 $1,500 a month. I'm like, okay, that's pretty sizable payment. And what I did was I, uh, every patient that came in, whether they were a new or existing patient, we did a scan. We, and we didn't charge them. We just did a free scan. And and it did two things for me. Number one, it impressed the patients that we had the new, uh, impressed upon the patients that we have the latest technology. Number two, it allowed me to look at a bunch of different scans mm-hmm. so that I can now play with the software and look at, okay, what am I looking at? How am I, you know, what, how am I seeing? What am I seeing here? What can I do here? Does this person need a root canal? Is this root canal failing? I want to play, plan an implant here. How do I go about planning it? So now I could do all the things that I need to do with the software and work at my own pace and get up to speed with it. In addition, there are companies out there that will read uh, scans for you 
and send the information back. I, I know a lot of people are nervous because they're they're being told that you're responsible if you don't if you misdiagnose or miss a diagnosis of something that could potentially be harmful to the patient on the image that you have. Uh, the easy way around that is you can have somebody read it. You can send it to a service, and an oral radiologist will read the scan for you, and uh, you know send it back. Mm-hmm. It's not that expensive. No, good advice, and it makes you better faster, right? Yeah. With the technology yeah. too. Okay. No, I love it. I love it. And you know, like you said, you you graduated dental school a little while ago, and so you're you're in this really great time in your career where you you know you grew up in in a like really an analog world. And then now it's, it's transitioned into, you know, a digital or, you know, toggling back and forth, right. Depending right. upon what between the two and what, what, what would be some thoughts to share on what you're seeing as far as the dental labs, the dental technicians, you know, that you're using and, and the approach uh, in this new digital AI world. And, and, and how do you view that when, you know, what are you seeing out there? Okay. So, I mean, I look at it as like, you guys have gamers, you know, like the gaming generation, the people who know how to use computers. Mm-hmm. And then you have, you have the old school, the guys who sit at the bench and do the wax ups. Right. And you need <laughs> a combination of both, right. You need, you need the gamers because they understand the software and how to make that work. But you also need the experience and people who understand tooth morphology, anatomy, Uh, how occlusion works and all that, right? So there has to be a blending of of the two um, dynamics there. And I think that microdental really does that well. I I mean, I I think you have great technicians, you know, um, and you also have uh, great computer people. And so the blending of that artistry on both the computer screen and the three-dimensional sculpture that you're doing in creating teeth is fantastic. So, uh, you know, and you can talk a little bit about what happens. Like, you know, if I do a simple scan and I want a single unit crown, yeah, it's going to go to, you know, maybe a milling machine and then, or it's going to go to your computer. You're going to download my scan. Somebody will play, uh, whether artificial intelligence or not, will render some type of crown from some data bank that you guys have stored on your computers, right? Mm-hmm. And then it'll go to a milling machine and it'll be milled. And once it comes out of the milling machine and gets fired or whatever, however you're processing it, you know, then that thing is glazed and polished and, and sent back to the doctor. But most of that work is not done on the bench. It's done on the computer. Right. You're talking, you're talking about the front end, you know, you're. It, most you, of it's front end work. Yeah. It's most front end. And you've articulated that really well. And in fact, we invite people to come down. We've got, you know, multiple locations, but one of our largest is in Livermore, California, which you know, and yeah. we've, it's one of our large milling and design centers. And it's pretty fascinating for doctors to come in and sort of like, a you know, the life of a day in the crown, you know, at the lab. And they can see, you know, once you hit send on your file, this is what happens. And it's, it, it, you, the way you described it in the beginning, sort of like, you know, the, uh, we'll call, instead of the old guy, we're going to talk, we're going to say the experienced uh-huh. technician yeah. uh, <laughs> next to the, next to the gamer. There's a lot of times there's side by side. You yeah. know, you're absolutely yeah. right. So, yeah. And you have, um, you have virtual articulators that you can use, right? I mean, you mm-hmm. don't even have to have a live articulator anymore. You can have virtual articulators. So anything, right. anything that you can do an, with an analog impression you can digitize nowadays. 
Yeah, and it, it keeps getting better. It's so yeah. exciting. It really is. But, but um, so I want to finish that example. So if yeah, but, so that's a single crown. Now, if I'm doing a full arch case and you're doing a veneering or layering technique, there's still going to be that artist technician who's going to have to layer the porcelain on it, right? Mm -hmm. so that's going to go to a bench. That's going to be somebody who's going to be creative and artistic and all that in the, with their hands instead of a computer. So you, you have both of those skill sets in your, in your lab right now, and that's, that's fantastic. So that's what, the, that's what dentistry has for us, and that's where it's going to continue. For a while, you're going to need a blending of both of that. Mm -hmm. And the finish work and the details, too. Uh, humans do a really good job with making sure that the color and the transition and the blending and, you know, just the margins, every finish work is the fine tuning is, is really important as well. So I'm glad you explained that because you did a really, a really great job with that. And I think you should come hang out at the lab more and, and we, can, <laughs> we can have you. Yeah, we're got some cases we could have you uh, help us with and get them out. <laughs> and I think really just sort of kind of to wrap it up with all the experience you have and, and, and everything that you're adopting into your practice now, what maybe three, you know, couple points of uh, advice would you give to dentists that wanted, like right now, you know, uh, are listening and thinking, gosh, I, I do want to develop my digital capabilities. This is, this is what I should start. You know, here's one, two, three. Okay, so, so step one, take advantage of MicroDental's incredible offer on the Medit scanner. It's a great scanner, uh, and uh, don't worry so much about, you know, whether it's going to do everything that you want it to do in the future. Just get it in your office because you're going to end up with more than one scanner. That, that, that would be step one, okay? So you guys have a great deal going on for people, and I think that they should take advantage of that. Step two is utilize the training that you guys have. Uh, you know, th a lot of people who get uh, scanners don't don't realize that their lab has trainers. They want you to use scanners. You guys want us to use the scanners because the remake rate is less when doctors use scanners. <laughs> and I know I know that you yeah. know that, but most people don't know that. And the reason that it's it's less is because you can see everything blown up. You can you know whether the case is going to be successful before you hit that send button. And if you can't see your margin on the screen, don't hit that send button. Right. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. so step one, get the scanner. Step two, if you're really nervous about the scanner, you know, you, you could do like I did for the first 10 cases is I took an impression and I took a scan. I sent the scan, sent the impression and I had them pour up the model and I tried the crown on the model that they sent back to me. Everything fit, fit in the mouth, and then I didn't worry about models anymore. Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, if you're really nervous about that, then, you know, that may be something that you do. But but going back, the, the, the starting point is the intraoral scanner. You getting comfortable with it, having your team comfortable with it. Are you going to be an expert right away? Absolutely not. Is it going to take you a little longer? It may. Should you continue to use it? You should, Okay. Don't mm -hmm. fall back into the old, I can just take an impression in like five minutes and be done because that's not, that's, you're, you're selling your, yourself short. I, if you came to my office, you would see me make it, take an intraoral scan faster than you can take an impression now. So I think that um, it's all about, you know, understanding technology and using it. And, and the, a good analogy is your phone. Like if you can use an iPhone 
or a uh, Android, you can you can use an intraoral scanner. If you need the jitterbug, right? If somebody who's out there, you know what I'm talking about, the old flip phones. If you have an old <laughs> flip phone, forget it. Don't even bother with it because it's not for you. You're not going <laughs> to learn it. You know, I mean, it's not not worth it. So mm-hmm. I think that's a good analogy right there. I like it. I like it. And uh, and you're right. You know, reach out to. I know. Uh, like you, you, you said, we, we do this and I know a lot of labs do where we love to have appointments with doctors and, and do the onboarding for digital. And we're, even though, like you mentioned, and thank you for mentioning that we do have the, the medit promotion, but we're, you know, we really are agnostic to all, you know, scanners out there. We just love digital. We want to, uh, we provide this because we can, but it's it's really about, you know, just connecting with a, a team that will help you analyze some of the files and just sort of go through that that process with you. So um, it and is, I think, it is I think what you just said, what you just said, Laura, is the key to any successful relationship is communication. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can have all these toys, you can do whatever, you know, have have all the future technology you want. If you don't communicate with the people who are a part of your team, and I consider microdental part of my team, so I want to talk to my team. I want to know, okay, am I doing a good job? If I am, great. Give me the positive feedback. Just like you guys want feedback from the cases that you do, right? Right. I want to know, am I giving you what you need to be to make me successful? So if I'm not doing my part, how can you do your part? So it's a two-way street. The communication is a two-way street. And if you if you give good communication, good phot- photography, you know, the digital cameras that are out there are amazing. And your scanner is basically a, a camera as well. Mm-hmm. So if you have good photography, good communication, you're going to get back excellent quality restorations, especially from a high quality lab like Microdental. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much. I can't tell you how much fun it was hearing all the updates uh, with you and, and it's exciting what you're doing and looking forward to connecting with you again and finding out what you're up to uh, here down the road too, Dr. Maroon. Thank you again for spending time with us today. Thank you. You've been listening to the Smiles Matter podcast created by Microdental and Modern Dental Laboratories. For more information, you can go to our website, www.microdental.com slash podcast or find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else podcasts are available. Thank you for listening, because we believe that smiles matter.